0: Welcome to the Windy City Bender Podcast with your hosts,
1: Nolly, Boatsy, Jero, and Tanner. Hey there, everybody. Welcome into the Windy City Bender Podcast, uh, episode number 76, where we are going to preview the Hawks. The Hawks! Uh, pretty much <laughs> all episode today. Uh, full squad, full squad. Got Nolly. How are you? Yeah. yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. Tanner, downtown. What's going on? Hey, hey what's up? Downtown, no, Tanner. Oh, what's up? Hey, what's up? Oh, what's up? And Jerem. Hey, what's
2: up? How are you guys? <laughs> no, not Doing here, just
1: fine. Hey, what's
2: up? Hey, hey, oh, what's up? Oh, oh hot. Hot. what's up? <laughs> oh, what's up? Uh.
1: Got a lot going on today. Got a lot <laughs> going on today. Got the, uh, the, pre- the, uh, the preseason preview for the Hawks. Uh, got our fantasy draft. Uh, and then the, uh, the vendors actually got a game downtown today. Hawks are so, also playing in and the Hawks Europe. are also playing. Yeah, Germany. Yep, at twelve thirty. Germany. Yes. So, Germany. You so pre pre Hawks watch the replay. They're watching the whole country of Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, whole yes. Yes. the whole one. Yes. The whole one. So, um, but going to go into uh, the Hawks uh, the Hawks preview today. So pretty excited about it. Pretty excited about it. Mm. Um, I guess let's uh, let's break it down uh start, start talk about last year um, Yes. not uh, ideal s-
0: no
3: son of a bitch i wrote down i don't have it with me i wrote down what their um their record was in november once Colton mm-hmm. joined and then i wrote down the record from december on and it was just stupid they mm-hmm. they're i i'm so upset i don't have it um yeah, they were like way below five hundred that first month that Carlton came in from November eighth on through the rest of November. As soon as December hit, they were so hot. They were way above five hundred. Like they were just so good. They just the systems finally clicked in. They understood like what he wanted and everybody just found their role and it just it it was so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, I, I it was fun to end the year at least.
1: Yeah, it was like December sixteenth or seventeenth or something like that. Um, where from that point on, they were actually a 100 point team. Like if they had played a full season from that point on, they're going to be a, a Ooh, plus yeah. 100 point team. So um, a lot of that had to do with the systems finally getting figured out and everything like that. <clears throat> and power play. The power yep. play was lethal. Oh yes. From December all the way until the end of the year.
3: Um, yeah. Um, I mean the, I mean they had no problem scoring goals, but it was just keeping the puck out of the net and. Um, so obviously it was a lot of mostly defense, some goaltending, um, which we can, we'll get into about. Mm-hmm. How they addressed that, but that was that they had definitely had no problem scoring whatsoever last
0: year. Yeah, there was one point during the season when, like, if you're a betting person, they hit the over like 16 games in a row. Oh yes. yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: it kept it kept raising. It was like at one point it was like 6.5 was like the yeah, over. Six and they're and like a half. Here's eight hit goals.
3: It. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> when... just like I'm putting money on the over. If yeah. I'm not gonna put money on us, just the over, and he's like I'm hitting it tonight. Yeah, there like, was that when, one when game... they were
0: winning. I was gonna say when they were winning, like it would be like a five to three game, like five four, yeah. like six mm-hmm. four, and like it was just like insane. Yeah, I forgot about that. Scored, I I like f- full sides, but it was good that we were putting the puck in the fucking net so much too. I found the that-
2: records of when Coach Q was there and then when he got fired. What was it? Uh, so Coach Q <laughs> was six six and three. Uh, Carlton was thirty twenty eight and nine.
3: Yeah, but if you take out all the games in November, yeah, his record is so much better. Was yeah, like probably like 32, like
0: nine or 32. something. 22 30,
1: 20 and nine. Going back to the over comment, uh, there was that one game where the Hawks played against Ottawa at home. Um, hmm. And if you did uh, in-game betting on that, um, the final over was like 15 or something like that. <laughs> And it they, was insane.
3: I think it was like 14. They just went under it. Like, they just yeah. missed it, I think. Mm-hmm. I remember
0: that. That was hilarious. That was uh, ridiculous. So did Pirlini get a hat-trick that game? No, that was against Arizona. That was against Arizona, yeah. That's
1: that right. was Arizona, and then he yeah. scored with like three seconds left or something like that.
3: Hey, yeah. I mean, he likes
1: threes. He does. Big three guy. Big three guy. Big three guy. Yeah, Shut he also up. doesn't like noise, Yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Blocking um, haters. Get that shit out of here. Uh top performers last year. Um Kaner's always going to be at the top of the list. Um Jonathan Tay's, unbelievable comeback year for him last year, and he's being severely overshadowed um as somebody coming into this uh this season. Um Alex De 40 goal scorer. Um keep the a change. Lot of, yeah Well it, my question to you guys is. Does he hit that without Dylan Strom?
3: Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Because, Cer- I mean, uh, who would have been their I mean, center,
1: Dylan Strom certainly helped.
3: Who would have been their center then? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. when Strom came in, he – like, they didn't have that second line center. I mean, it would have been Anisimov, mm-hmm. actually, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, yeah, I mean, that wasn't that great that didn't work. Pairing. yeah. pairing.
0: Well, you could have seen, like, a different kind of – Line pairings, you know, you might have seen Debrinkit with Taves and Kane for part of the year, then too. And
1: yeah, you never know. I don't think know. they would
0: have done that, but it would yeah, have been but, too much on one. I mean, but.
1: Yeah, that's that's if overloading it, if, a lot on one line, but it could have happened possibly,
0: right? It would have, depending on like what the Hawks are actually doing at the time, if right. they're struggling hard, then why not put the, the three of them on one line, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so definitely Strom helped out, but I think Debrinkit is just like, he's good, he's gonna fucking score. Yeah, <laughs> he's. Mm-hmm. Definitely a natural goal scorer, and I I fucking love it. Oh, God, yeah. So good. Fucking Gustafson last year, too. I was just
1: about to say. Ooh.
0: (laughs) Eric Gustafson last
1: year came out of nowhere, really kind of came into his own. Um, Obviously, a very offensive minded guy. He He still needs to work on on his defensive game. I mean, uh, everybody on the Hawks' back end needs to work on their defensive game, but.
3: Another. Another reason that their power play started to turn around is they took Keith off and they put Gustafson up top there, yep. and he just moved the puck so well, and he just set that that whole power play up so much better than Duncan was able to last year. No, and
1: all of his shots got through too. Yeah, all of his shots got well, through. where Duncan they weren't just all just got as, blocked.
3: Well, it's because Duncan only takes slap shots no matter what. Yeah.
0: Oh no, he takes half clappers. Well, yeah, but <laughs> right into his shins. But uh, I was gonna say, like you could see it when Gustafson came back because he didn't start the season on the team. Right, he was like, he was down no, he no, he did,
1: no, he did start, yeah. but they sat him for like three games in a row or something yeah. like that. And then
0: another, another guy he, Q doesn't like. Yeah, when he got brought in, and like actually, you could you could see it too in the games. Like all he did was like skate the puck up and then look for Patrick Kane, get it right to him. It was just like cool. And Carlson was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the way you do that. Let's uh, let's keep <laughs> that going. <Let's... laughs>
1: and then Especially he with Kane like, oh, being out there can... for thirty minutes a game. Absolutely, that's so, another
3: big thing that. Colliton did that. Q really never did. He fucking he played Patrick Kane like he played yeah. him till he was blue in the lungs, man. He mm-hmm. and it, I feel like in that situation, like for Kaner to finally get that much ice time, like I think it was good for him because like he likes to be in those big situations. He likes having the yeah. pressure on him. Like that's All when right. he thrives. So I thought that was like huge
0: for him to get that much ice time.
2: It's fucking showtime. Yeah.
0: Right. Hashtag career year Gustafsson finishing in sixth in defensive scoring was just absolutely amazing yeah. and just so now so fucking awesome
1: over 20 goals last year, right?
0: No, he had 17 or close to it. Yeah, that was I mean, that's not bad though 60, five, five yeah. 60 points, like it's nothing to fucking
2: scoff I mean, the no, only thing
0: only bad
3: thing about that moving forward is what is he gonna want
0: contract wise?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna
0: want that Seabrook contract.
2: That's not gonna be our problem though. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I'll be shocked if he's even on the team towards the trade deadline.
0: I mean, depending on how the Hawks are doing, if they're fucking flying high and doing well, they'll probably hold on to him. It's just gonna end up. We're gonna end up losing him probably. Like, no yeah, matter. I don't. I don't, they, I don't they they do back
1: some for magic. The 2020, year. Yeah, I just. But, I don't see him coming back for that.
2: If the only time comes back and he's. Buzzing, then they bring Boquist up to give him his shot and he starts buzzing out there, then it's like if for so he'll probably end up being the I man out, unfortunately. Which
3: the only thing going into UFA for him, a lot of guys, a lot of teams need defense, but a lot of the teams that are gonna be winning don't have the room and most of their decors are set. So if yeah. he wants to get paid, he's gonna to go to a shittier team, or like not like a shittier team as in Carolina though, but like Carolina might be able to pick him up, but they they have so much D already. Like yeah. he, he's not gonna be able to go to a a high highly touted team to get paid. So I mean, if he want if he likes Chicago, like I feel like they're on the up right now. So like if you took a bit of a discount, even for like a two three year. I, I, he probably wouldn't want to do that at 27, but still, no.
0: like... He'll probably get signed by Colorado. <laughs> they have so much fucking cash.
3: <laughs> yeah, but they I, don't have much room on D. I'm sure they'd rather have Kale McCart- or, um, uh, Bo and Byram come up next year. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but, I mean, they they can fit him in, like, on the left side, too. Like, that's where that's he's true. playing, isn't it? Like, I'm pretty sure Byram was right-handed, and... I don't know. I think they have, like, a decent amount of right-handed defensemen, so, like... I, I mean that's just one situation. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. That's one out of thirty-one teams.
1: Well, yeah.
0: So I mean Yeah Well
1: <laughs> I didn't know there if you're going go. anywhere else with that. Yeah. no, I was just I was, uh, <laughs> waiting for you to chime in. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, so those are some of the big positives from last year, and obviously Jeremy Collinson coming in. Actually did really, really well for himself coming, you know, taking in the place of Joel Quinville, which is not very easy to do. I mean, somebody who's absolutely beloved in Chicago, who let's be honest, did not get a fair shake last year. They should have fired him at the end of, they should have fired him at the end of in the off season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why even bring him back? Why even bring him back if you know you're just going to can him?
3: I think that was kind of a Bowman just waiting for something bad to happen, even though they Mm -hmm. didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, But, yeah, I don't, that didn't make any sense, especially if you want that team to be successful. You want to mm-hmm. bring Colleton in for his own training camp so that he can get all of that shit that happened in the early of November out in October so that November <laughs> exactly. on is a lot better. Like you said, they were projected to be a 100-point team. Who knows what would have happened if he started the year there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, why waste the two
3: months exactly. of, you know, bullshit? And- <laughs> a lot of most teams that are in playoffs by Thanksgiving are in the playoffs yeah, by the end of the season, anyway.
1: You know, take out the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. That's why I said I'm most. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> there is only at thanks Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. There
3: is only two teams from each division that were in playoffs that didn't make playoffs. Yeah, or so, each each um, each conference. What
0: was it Minnesota?
3: Minnesota, Buffalo. they Suck um, because they had a ten oh. game win streak and didn't make playoffs. Yeah,
0: no, they, they were in first place. They were, they were. In first place. They were the only other team in first place besides Tampa Bay. I love <laughs> bringing that up because it's so funny. Yeah, God, that's tough. Um,
3: tough, tough. Another, another bright spot. Crawford came back healthy. Yeah.
1: Well, a couple times. Um, <laughs> I, the that was actually going to be one of the negatives for me is that he was he came back and then he got hurt again and then he came back and then he got hurt again. So, um. If, if Crawford is able to put together, especially now that Robert Leonard is in, uh, if Crawford's able to put together another 45, 50 game year of what we know that he can do, that's a whole, that's a whole nother aspect of the game that is going to be helpful. Cause the defense needs as much help as it can get. And past couple of years of the goaltending haven't been able to get it. I mean, you can't rely on Anton Forsberg, Jeff Glass, Cam Ward, Cam Ward, Colin Delia. KF I mean, it's just, I mean, it, you just cannot.
2: Scott Foster. Okay, no, you, can rely you can rely on him. Yeah. You can rely on him. <laughs> He's <laughs> a goddamn pro. Are you mm-hmm. kidding
3: me? Um, um. So yeah, that that if he can stay healthy and Leonard can be what he was last year, that's a huge, huge. Advantage for the Hawks going into the season because, mm-hmm. like you said, their defense isn't great and it hasn't been. But because of their goaltending not being as well as Crawford by himself was able to do for so many years, and I mean, obviously he had like Darling and ronta behind him for a couple of years, which was helpful. um Like it just showed how important Crawford is to the the Blackhawks. Like just because mm-hmm. their D isn't as great as everybody thinks it is, and Crawford stands on his head a lot and says he. He yeah. bails that D- decor out a lot.
0: Well, yeah, that was when, when he went down the first time with the concussion. The Hawks were in first place, and then they just went downhill so mm-hmm. fast. And mm-hmm. it just showed, like, how important he was. And that's why it's going to be fantastic to have him and as the nominee, Robin Lehner, which is going to be sick. Jennings winner?
3: Jennings. Right? Jennings, Jennings,
2: yeah. Winner. yeah. Mets- Greg Jennings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, his pads with the red jersey –
2: Oh, oh my god. Oh so good.
1: So, so
2: sorry. when so honestly, <laughs> when was the last time though that we had this like this one two punch that it's like you can feel comfortable, the D get you know the D mates a bad play, you know what? You you know you're gonna get bailed out by goaltending. Probably I mean, was Darlene, Darlene Crawford. Yeah,
1: probably twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Darlene Crawford.
2: It's yeah, and look like how they ended that. It up. Yeah. It's it's just crazy thinking that for once, it's not going to be goaltending. That's like, well, fuck, knock well, on knock wood. on wood, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I mean,
3: for once, it's it's been like three years.
2: It's still, I mean, no, I know, but it's it's, it's frustrating, you know, like when well, you maybe we you can so make the playoffs
3: for once. Yeah, <laughs> come on, <laughs> finally
2: something
1: goes our way.
2: Yeah, what is? <laughs> Sounds such a fucking spoiled hockey fan right now. Yes, like, you did a little fuck. bit. That's all right. That's great.
1: That's, right. that's why. That's why everybody
3: hates Hawks and Hawks fans. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the Bruins though. Yeah, yeah. they don't deserve um, a cup. That's why they lose every time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the other negatives you guys uh, pulled out from last year? Anything else that we haven't covered?
3: Uh, I, I don't know if there's much other than, you know, not not having healthy goalies or. Caliber goalies that are back there and mm-hmm. the defense. Other than that, I mean, like I like we said, they could put the puck in the net. They, there was no mm-hmm. problems. I mean, Tays, Kane, and DeBrink it all. Well, Taze and Kane had a career high in points, and DeBrink it had career high in goals. Even though it's it was only his second, second year, but year, still, right. like he's still going up. So, yeah. I mean, the offense, it wasn't. There was nothing you can really do about it. Like they were moving the puck, and power play got better. So, I mean,
0: yeah, I, Dylan Strom came in and was huge, and just. Fucking awesome to watch, like <laughs> him be the actual number three overall pick that he would, was supposed to be is right. Fucking awesome, and having him like next to Debrinked, it, it's like having our own like Jamie Ben and Tyler stagan Like it's fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> what's then fu- what's funny Drake is his
2: tires right now. It's because it's almost a year to the date that oh, we yeah, just ripped him to shreds. Hey, you know what? He heard it. He <laughs> fucking was like,
3: "I got to do something. Man. I got to go to Chicago that's and prove that's that's these guys wrong, man.
2: man." My God. Hey, different. I just call it as I see it. The difference a yeah. year makes, man.
3: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. what a steal! What is the difference coming out of, of the, the desert trade? makes? Yeah, no, talk about steal of a trade, Drake Caggiula. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, mean, I think we talked about maybe. it last episode. Yeah, but still, mm-hmm. like, I loved his game last year. I thought he was awesome. Him and Tays played so well together. He's such a gritty guy, and he just goes in the corners no problem. Just does the work. Mm-hmm. He unfortunately, got hurt a ton last year, so hopefully he stays healthy
0: this year because I I liked him a lot last year. Yeah. He was good. You
3: only I have think,
2: to play yeah. like
0: twenty six games with the Hawks, but he twenty six games and twelve points right and on the top line. It's not with bad, tapes, especially when right? you're not. Yeah, especially when you're not like seen as a scorer. Right, and he brought, he brought the energy so fucking much. It was exactly great. he got that oh, like, line going, and not only that,
3: but didn't he get like an eye injury, or something like that? So I mean, he came back with like some sort of facial injury. So I mean, that could be like distracting usually too.
1: Yeah. Um. I think the only other negative, uh, and I guess it kind of stays the whole defensive core and everything like that, but the penalty kill. uh, Dead last. Dead last last year. (laughs) Uh, That
3: goes back to not being able
1: to keep the puck out of the net. Yeah, I know. Um, But that needs to change because even right now in the preseason, and I know it's just the preseason, but they're dead last right now too. All right, folks, you
3: can't take the Bruins-Rockford game. (laughs) <laughs> into, account. <laughs> Actually, I'm not
1: taking game into account yeah fuck Jack um, edwards
3: though just yeah up, fuck clown edwards by the way, real quick did you guys see the picture of somebody sitting at td garden yeah oh my god hmm. the seat in front of them was this close to their knees oh what
2: like you cannot yeah. walk there's no way anybody can walk up and down that aisle if there's somebody in there
3: yeah it was yeah. absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm.
2: They said that they that, added for like four thousand more seats to improve fan experience. That is not going to
3: help. Yeah, not another all. reason to hate the fucking Bruins. That's brutal. That's brutal. <sighs> um, but all right, that's enough looking, Bruins talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> looking forward to uh, to nineteen twenty here. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of good stuff happened in the off season. I mean, we already touched on a couple of them: Robin Leonard, uh, mm-hmm. Calvin, DeHan. Um, not to mention guys like Kirby Doc uh, getting drafted as well, getting that third overall draft pick. Kirby who? Um, sorry, Kirby, oh, uh, Kirby. Olimata. Kirby Dick. Kirby Datch. Doc. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, duck duck <laughs> <laughs> No, Kirby, it's. Furby. Fur, Furby. Furby Doc. Furby. Uh, um, something. I don't know. It's hard. Name's they add in,
3: I mean, not to mention they had in Olimata, and mm-hmm. um, they got Ryan Carpenter from Vegas. Yep. Um,
1: Andrew Shaw came back. Andrew Zach Shaw came Smith. back.
3: Zach Smith, that was the other one. And then uh, that Alexi uh, Sorella, they're getting pretty high on him. He came in over in um, from Carolina. The, yeah, the Dahan mm-hmm. trade. Yeah. Dahan. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, a lot –
0: I, yeah, what is that's gonna be like a secret steal of a, such a trade? Like, yeah, really Forsberg and Forsling for Cirella and uh Dahan. Like, and isn't
3: Forsling what? going over to Europe to play this year too? Yeah, so
2: and then also like, the move, this move happened during the season last year, but we'll see for the first time uh Kublik.
0: Oh right, that's true. Oh yeah, he looked really Definitely good in, in like the preseason games that I saw him. Yeah, a couple yeah. Of goals. He yeah, can fucking rip.
2: Mm-hmm. That
0: is right. It's gonna be fun.
2: Oh, I know. Duh. Willie Nylander. Yeah. Oh, or Alex yeah. Nylander. Alex, Alex Nylander. Fuck, yeah. I wish it Alex was Nylander. Nylander. I Alex Nylander. Uh, who's, who's, who's
1: projected to play with Tays and Kane? And <laughs> looks really, really good um, up to this point. Um, I mean, a guy can move. You can see he's just got really good hockey sense. Um, the way that he plays certainly can come off as lazy. Um, but I, I I don't know. I I really haven't seen him enough to be able to kind of put my finger on it. Um, It could come off as lazy, but I think that's just kind of his style where he's just kind of – I don't know, just slow reading the play, but he's still – He's able to make the play, though.
0: You're saying, like, more, like, methodical rather than fast-paced yeah. kind of, like, yeah. balls to the wall? Yeah. Just, just trying to just slow, slow the game down, play. though. That's one of yeah. the things that you usually don't see out of younger players, though. That's, like, something you see out of vets. And, like, they're usually, like, all that wily vet because he can't move his feet so fast. But he's, like, he knows what exactly, like, what play to make at the right time and stuff. And like Joe Thornton. He's just not, like, <laughs> a proven player that can, like, just do that kind of thing right away and everybody just assumes it's laziness. Mm-hmm. But, you know, shedding that buffalo, like, pretty much makes you... A little bit better, anyway. Just
1: coming over here. Yeah. Well, and that's my favorite part about so many of the hawk players, the new hawk players that are coming in, is how they're just shitting on their former team. Like him with Buffalo, Dahan with Carolina. Oh, yeah,
2: God, I forgot Cerello about DeHaan. with
1: Carolina. Oh mm-hmm. my
0: God. Well, Sorello came over and he was he was like, he was like finally get a chance to make an NHL roster. Like he wasn't <laughs> getting a fair shake, and it's just like, oh, uh, Rah- you're
1: going to the A. <laughs> yeah. You need some some more time to marinate, my son. Yeah. Do you think he's going to take that the wrong way? I don't know.
0: We'll see. I don't don't know. It could just be like a front office thing that he also had an issue with. But we also have his brother who just drafted too, so Mm -hmm. that might be – I think that really helps as
1: well.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, comparing it to Carolina though, like this roster right now is so deep. Carolina's roster wasn't that deep last year. So, I mean, I feel like if he looked at it, it'd be like – I don't know, last year the team wasn't very deep and they still didn't give me a shot, but this team's so deep and I made it this far in camp before going Mm -hmm. down. Maybe, you know, eventually I'll get a shot
2: or something. I think if you look at our bottom six, I mean, literally you have anybody in that team can be sent down at any second kind of situation. And the fact that we have such a deep uh, offensive core now that we can bring up guys i think that's going to make it a little bit easier to take it's just going to be put in the work and just make sure i'm the first guy that gets that call when it comes to it
3: like
0: uh-huh. dylan sakura yeah
2: five and a half baby i'm sticking with it <laughs> i'm
0: i can't wait to have a case of beer we're, at, <laughs> we're counting rockford goals right no <laughs> yes
2: i thought those were halves
0: <laughs> no, no 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 training camp goals were halves
1: <laughs> rockford Damn goals don't crazy. count he still didn't get any training camp goals. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm not too worried about it. <laughs>
3: Leave
2: Dylan alone.
1: <laughs> Jeez, what a callback. Um, You're welcome. Um, yeah. Robin Leonard, uh, we touched on him, uh, but that's certainly going to help up the Hawks on the back end. Plus, it's they're probably going to split 50-50, if we're yeah. going to be totally honest.
2: Yeah, I, don't uh, think so. I mean, maybe the smart way—at
1: least to start the year. I think they're gonna they're gonna start fifty fifty, and then find a number one, probably around like January. Whoever's December. hot. I yeah, think right. I was gonna say.
0: I think that's one of those situations you go with the hot hand until it gets cold, and then mm-hmm. switch
1: it up. Absolutely. Absolutely, but I mean, it it also gives the Hawks something to think about after this year because both of them are up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crow and yeah. Leonard. So it gives them something to think about. Well, I mean, moving forward. possibly, because, like, you never
0: know that anything can happen with Crawford's mm-hmm. injury history. He could possibly just go down and, like, you never know. That could just be it. And it's kind of almost good for us to have Lehner in that one-year deal, because if Crawford's not coming back, it's like, hey, bud, spot's all yours if you want it, you know? like mm-hmm. And
3: not only that, I, like, if Crawford wants to come back, he's 34 years old right now. What is he going to want going into next year? Are you going to be able to pay that much? I mean, Leonard just came off his... Best career ever, and you just signed yeah. him to a five million dollar contract. He's twenty eight years old. I mean, you could probably get him at three mil or three years for another, I don't know, five mil per year. Like just you any, can get him extended. Like, you could
0: probably get him like close to like what Crawford makes right now. Like exactly. maybe a little bit more. And like I would rather have Laner at twenty eight than Crawford at thirty four with an injury history. Yeah. Like- Exactly, so it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's like going to be hard for the fan base to swallow that if we kind of step away from Crawford, like it might just be the best choice for the team, though, right? Right, and be the best choice for the fan base,
3: right? And not, I mean, who knows if I? I'm sure he wants to keep playing, but who knows what Crawford's going to do at the end of the year? I mean, with all those concussions, man, you just, I mean, at some point you got to think about yourself, you know?
1: Quality well, of life, I did. You know? I did read an article on him uh, where they talked to him about you know, how he's feeling coming into the season. He said that finally, for the first time in like two and a half years, he feels completely 100% healthy. He doesn't have any issues with his head anymore, like nothing residual, like his body feels fine. So he finally got the time in this offseason to really fully recover. So I think we're actually going to get Corey Crawford from back in like 2015, 2016
0: again. Can you imagine (laughs) having a Jennings winning tandem again? Oh Oh my my God. 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 That'd
3: be Um, sick. The only thing is, though, you take one Shea Weber off the dome again, and you're back in. <laughs> yeah, like you're back right <laughs> back to where you were at, you know. And it you might never be worse. Know. Yeah, that's right. the thing, especially in a goalie position, you know. You're getting shot at.
0: Like people are driving the net hard. I mean, so, like
3: what was what it was if, it if Vander
0: Kane? He's the one that drove the net on him. Uh, well, yeah, last but strong
2: right? was the one. Well, Strong was, was the one say, that
1: right. barreled into him.
3: I was going to say, wasn't it wasn't one of the Hawks that barreled into him and hit his head off the post. So, I mean, it's okay. just – anything could happen in that position. It seems like it just keeps happening in Crawford, unfortunately. Well, especially, yeah. too.
0: It's not even just in games. It could happen in practice. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, ugh. Absolutely. Like, because forwards are assholes and they shoot for the head because it's <laughs> fun. <of them. laughs> but either way, fucking absolutely love going into the season with Crawford and Laner, Like, yep. both healthy and just knowing what they can do at the top of their game. It's like, oh. Not Watch out! Honestly,
3: best tandem in the NHL. Absolutely.
1: I, yeah. Mm, yeah. Like, without a doubt.
3: That it's going to be really solid. Think of a better man. One and two. There's a lot of just obviously ones, but not yeah, there's both. Some,
2: there's a
1: lot of good, a lot of sick
3: we
2: have, ones. We have we essentially have two ones, which is yeah. just fucking amazing.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So moving on to the defense. Big upgrades from last year.
0: Big. Yeah. big. Only loss is Yokoharazu. Right. Dad. But I think also, you say he's I
1: think,
0: dead? No, I said sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: said he's
2: dead.
0: But uh, the, the, the projected lineup. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's in Buffalo, so who knows? The projected well. lineups for today, at least for the defensemen, are uh, Keith and Gustafson, Mata and Seabrook, Cuckoo and Dahlstrom, and then uh, Gilbert and Dahan. So that's what they had. playing? Today. That's what they had at practice. He was at practice like oh. that. On, on, oh, that yeah, he probably won't be in. No, because I don't
1: think they want to be Yeah, wait. I mean, Gilbert, Dak Gilbert's been impressive.
3: Yeah, everybody's loving his game. I I think he's been playing really well. And yeah, every like insider, every analyst for the Hawks has been like, this kid's been something special so far this training camp Mm -hmm. and preseason.
2: Such a nice guy too which is, it's really interesting. Hashtag I nice love, guy. I,
0: I love that story about, he's like, just so, introduced himself yeah. to you. It's just like, so, hey, how's it going? I don't
2: know. Have I ever told it on the, on the show? I no. So. so I'm, so I'm doing the filming for the CPHL. I'm sitting on the bench on the, where the Blackhawks how they can walk out of the locker onto the bench. And he comes up and he like, he puts his sticks down. He comes up to me and I'm like, Hey, I'm Dennis Gilbert. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> Shakes my hand. And then just goes and skates. I'm like, oh fuck, man! That's awesome. Like, like you'll be making a team this year. You're you, oh, yeah. you don't have to say that. Like, you don't have to acknowledge me here. Like, <laughs> That's acknowledge me.
0: Well, having having issue or not having issues, but having like <laughs> some upside for our defense is going to be really exciting to fucking have because of how <laughs> shitty it's been lately. <laughs> but yeah. Like, well and going not into only- the season with some solid defensemen is gonna be sick. I just realized that Murphy's not on here.
1: Hmm. Oh yeah, where's he at? I don't know.
0: I just want I wanna see more Murphy like after the whistle fucking with teams Oh, that yeah, was yeah. so my much- favorite shit i didn't like i had no idea it's he great. would do that until against boston last year where he stole the puck from like bergeron after the whistle <laughs> uh-huh. charles chasing him down and just like just like keeping away from him like fucking holding his arm out and then he's just, like <laughs> fine fucking take the puck whatever it's <laughs> <Just>, like what oh <laughs> uh, that was so good but yeah i don't know where he's at
1: um, and the future defenseman for the blackhawks too looked great obviously yeah, cool. boquist uh, we got Bodan as well. Ian Chris. Mitchell's possibly going to be ending up coming up pretty soon. Chris. Um, Dude, I keep forgetting about Ian yeah, Mitchell Chris. too. Yeah. I'm going to have to follow his season in Denver and see yeah. how that goes. He's sick. So, I mean, there's a lot of potential, and we're probably not going to see Mitchell or, or Chris this year. Uh, but definitely Bo- potential. Uh, we'll see. not
2: Bodan either. Right. Maybe. I mean, Bowden. you never know. Maybe well, is, uh, Boquist, is Bowden, is Bowden going, going back to the sea, or is he that's going what I was to
1: asking, the
3: about AHL? I think he's going to be in Rockford.
1: Yeah, I, I think he he he's going to he be in Rockford saying. too. Yeah,
3: I yeah, because he Boquist wanted to make the jump to the, the pros. He wanted to be a pro this year.
2: Doesn't he have to? Be, don't you have to be 20 to play?
0: No, uh, no, no. It's just I think you could you could be at either one because Boquist is only like 19. Yeah, I think it's
3: once you hit a certain age. You can't go back to junior, like gotcha. if you okay. if you play a certain amount of games in the A or well yeah if you play a certain amount of games in the NHL you can't go back to junior and if you play at all in the A you can't go back to junior.
2: Right, mm-hmm. but I was, I don't know if I was reading the right thing or not, but if Bok first year of his contract's not going to be burned up if he stays in the A all year. Wait, I don't I don't I can't confirm. Like, I gotta remember where I saw that, but I thought I read something like that.
3: I mean, would it be miserable if he? Discounted as one year if he came up, played some games, and then in two years he progressively gets better, and then we signed yeah. a, a decent ticket for him, and then he takes off after the, the contract's signed already.
0: I would love for um, him to take
3: off as soon as Seabrook's contract is up. <laughs> that's five years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. It's a little you know?
1: too long. Yeah, yeah um, it's too long.
3: So, I mean, looking at it, though, I mean, Gustafson, Keith, That's uh, I don't know how I feel about that pairing. It's, I don't it's, I don't like that. Gustafson's giving you a lot of offense. Keith's going to attempt to give you a lot of offense. There's not much defense going on in that pairing. I, I mean, in your top line, top
1: line minutes, that's going to be tough.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Mada Seabrook, Mata's going to be good on the back end. Um, Seabrook, we've seen Seabrook is a much better defenseman when you limit his ice time.
0: Yes, yeah. Their and, preseason, though, like there's like metric stats have been off the charts defensively.
1: Yeah, they were the they were the best D pair.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say even, s- not even just on the Hawks, though. Like pretty much throughout the yeah. NHL, they've been like sick.
3: I I was <laughs> going to say Seabrook has looked a lot better defensively this year than he has at at any time last year. And granted, it's just preseason, but I mean, it's hopefully it's a good snippet for what could come this year, especially with playing with Mata. I know a lot of people didn't don't like Mata for some reason and think he's yeah, not that he's great so. of a player. I think, he is very slow, but so is Seabrook. But, I mean, if the, if they're shutting people down, then I'm fine with cares? it. Be as slow yeah, as yeah. you want. Just make sure nobody gets in the back end.
2: Mata's not supposed team, to come in to be that goal scorer. He's supposed to be a shut-down defenseman, and I don't think people understand that. Right.
0: I think also what kind of – it, like, turns people off about that pairing, too, is, like, everybody assumes Seabrook's terrible. Seabrook's not terrible. Seabrook's contract is terrible. Yes. And it's, like, everybody's just, like, oh, his contract's so bad, so he must be terrible. It's, like, he's That's still an NHL right.
1: defenseman. He's, right. he's still an NHL-level he's defenseman. He's declining. Right. There's a difference between terrible and declining. Yeah. It, I
3: mean, if he if he was at $4 million, he would be a great defenseman. Oh, yeah. Compared to his cap. So it's, like, people would be, like, oh, my God, dude, what a what a steal. It's, like, it's just... Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he has a black cloud over him because he's making almost seven million dollars, which uh, nobody's happy about for sure. But besides that, last, <laughs>
0: last year he also put up still. He still put up twenty-eight points and was only a minus six on a team mm-hmm. that was pretty much almost last in fucking goals against. Like
3: yeah, so I I mean, and honestly, Calvin DeHaan, man, I cannot wait. To see what he's, he's gonna, gonna be do. Great. He's he's gonna be the next Nicholas John. Listen to this team, and I'm so fucking excited about it. He's gonna be so good. He's gonna be well, such a good shutdown guy. I'm, I'm and so he's excited.
1: also got an offensive edge to him too. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, he was. I mean, on those Islanders teams, some of them weren't great, but he was one of the best defensemen every every single year mm-hmm. for them. And then in Carolina last year, he was so good for them.
0: He just had injury issues, didn't he?
3: Yeah. That's really it. So I'm I'm mean, well and he's injured right now, but, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> he's, but he's, he said he's going to be ready for game one. So, right. And if he is not there for game one, he's definitely going to be in shortly into the season. So I'm excited to see what he can do.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, when this team gets up and, and going and they're all together, it's going to be really fun to watch.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely, Granted, there's no injuries, right, Tanner? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely a big upgrade on the defensive side from last year. And then just to kind of touch on the other two guys, um Slater Cuckoo and Carl Dahl- dahlstrom um, and I actually uh oh, and, and Conor Murphy. I was just talking about the lineup for preseason. Um mm, yeah. I really liked Slater Cuckoo, actually. Um I thought he was pretty good, especially as like a, a sixth or seventh defenseman. I mean he wasn't like over the top good, but just he go just, eat he did eat some
3: the, eat some bottom pair of minutes. Yeah.
1: yeah. He body. just did his job. Just did his job yeah. out there. Just went about um, his
3: business. Yeah, I really player. liked
1: him. Uh, Dahlstrom, he's kind of like a, one of those guys. He's kind of like a forcing, actually, where he really hasn't been able to get too much playing time up here, uh, get sent down every now and again. So uh, I'm still kind of up in the air on him. But, um, you know, the future looks bright defense, uh, defensively, for sure. Definitely. As long um, as they don't trade away all their
3: defensive prospects.
1: <sighs> that's... Are you referring to anybody in specific or –
3: in specific, <laughs> in particular?
1: I mean, I don't think
0: we've ever had such, like, highly graded defensive prospects as we do now. Like, No, no. I'm
3: just saying that's that's usually what they do. I mean, they yeah, trade exactly. away a lot of defensive prospects.
0: I mean, we already did trade away one. So. I know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, they
3: traded away Nick Letty. He wasn't a prospect, but, I mean, I love Nick Letty, man. i mm-hmm. still upset that they they got, they got rid of him. I mean, just going back, I mean, like, Stephen Johns, they got rid of Osterley. Like, they just trade defensive prospects.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Osterley wasn't really an undefensive prospect, though. We picked him up. He was drafted by Edmonton.
3: I know, but he was still a young defenseman that they could have added. I Did mean, well. he could have been right. in, a,
0: in a cuckoo
3: slot or a yeah. Dalstrom slot, you know?
0: You know what I do? Actually, just thinking about that, though, is, like, we got Osterley, we got Gustafson, and we got Brandon Davidson at one point who were all drafted by Edmonton. And I'm really glad Gustafson worked out so well for us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like, gave him Brandon Davidson. Roll the dice with these guys. <laughs> yeah. Got to be careful
3: of those Edmonton draft picks. Um, no, they do really well just once they leave. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> they do a great uh, job drafting. They just don't. They just don't turn them into the, hockey players. <laughs>
1: like, <well. laughs> uh forwards, Forwards uh, up front. Let's um, awesome. Do you want to go? Do the for, I got.
3: I got lines right here. So projected yeah. top line: knee-lander, Taves, Kane. Yes. Do you want me to just um, go through them all? Yeah. Just just yeah. Mall.
1: Yes.
3: All right. So second. This is from. Was it yesterday? No. Yeah, yesterday from Scott Powers. Projected lines from practice. Um, like I said, top line: it, Strom, Shaw. Second line: Saad, Camp, yeah. Ku, Kubalik. Kubelik. Oh, Kubalik, yeah. Okay. And then Kajula, Doc, Perlini, Carpenter, and Vadin, right? I got different lines in. that were used. You, in,
0: I got the different lines that were used in practice.
3: Which ones do you have from
0: today? It's from it's, into, it's from yesterday. It's from yesterday practice lines. Jeez. It was the same same top two, and then it was Kajula, Carpenter, Perlini, and then Sod Camp, Kubelik, and then it was Doc and Whedon were the extras. Interesting. I, yeah,
3: because Doc, I, I thought kinda, they said that Doc
1: wasn't going to play. He's
3: not going to no. play. No, he just traveled with them. Which, by the way, I love that he's traveling with them. Like, mm-hmm. this yeah. kid just got drafted, and he's it's his first time in Chicago. <clears throat> like, if he doesn't go up with them, like, he's just going to. He's going to be sitting in Chicago by himself as, like, an 18-, 19-year-old kid with nothing to do. Like, he's going to be doing nothing, right. Exactly. And, like, I, I love that teams are starting to bring injured guys along so that they're just still a part of the team, especially yeah. going to Europe. Like, that's they obviously are high on this kid because they, mm-hmm. they want to bring him to Europe right now already and, like, just get him in the mix, start getting get chemistry with some of these guys. So, I love that they brought him with.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that move. I, I still think that they're gonna play him here at some point. Um, I mean, uh, I understand that the the thought process behind it is get to be with your teammates, like hang out with the teammates, hang out with the with the guys, get to know them a little bit. But also, if you're gonna bring him all the way out to Europe and only have him practice, it's kind of dumb. I think they're gonna have him play at least a little bit. Is I don't, he, don't think they will. Um, I don't. Th- no, I don't th- th-
2: think he's clear to actually play, though. I know he was clear to practice. I don't. I'm not sure if he's got the okay to play yet.
0: So there's also your, like Zach Smith who was just practicing with the team, but he's not going to be playing. And so it's Colin Delia. So they they brought extras. They brought a ton like, of extras and, and just it's just in case. But it's like somebody and it's gets hurt right? for yeah. for or Doc. Like somebody gets sick or something like that.
3: Right. You know? For Doc in that situation, I don't think it's stupid to bring him just to practice, just because he's he hasn't been able to practice with the team at yeah. all. He's been practicing by himself. This, this was his mm-hmm. first practice,
1: you know, and since. Well, and I'm also thinking too, like if they are going to actually keep him up for the regular season, don't you want him to play at least a couple of preseason games? To kind of catch up he, the the speed he, of the game, or he like before he had a concussion. Getting, yeah, he's, no, he's, no, no. I understand that, like, but like, if he's clear to practice, I would assume he's cleared to play in a game.
2: Not, no, because no, if he's okay. clear to practice, it's not. He might not be clear. It's not contact. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But the I thought the contact jerseys were the white jerseys, and he's been in a black jersey. <laughs> I don't
0: know. know His contact
1: jersey was white. Was he just practicing by himself? It doesn't matter what color jersey. No, he, he started pra- He's no, He's with the team now.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, if you're guys cleared who to were practice, you're not, you're not necessarily cleared for gameplay yet, though.
1: No, I know. But I just assume because the guys who were in non-contact jerseys, uh, it was like DeHaan was one of them. Uh, but he was practicing with the team, and they were in white. And then once they were kind of moved out of that and were cleared for contact, they were in the black. So they might not be cleared to play, but cleared for contact. I don't know. Um, but in any case, um, before I forget, yes, can we talk about the unveiling? Of oh, yeah, Alex Debrinkit and Dylan Strom at the mall. Dylan Strom, Alex Debrinkit. <laughs> that was, yeah, the most yeah. uncomfortable thing I've ever seen before in my life. Also, it's velcro, just rip yeah. it off. Yeah, just rip the thing off.
3: Just rip the band aid, bud.
2: All it was missing was Kirby enthusiasm music. Like, that's all <laughs> yeah. that was missing.
1: <laughs> that would have been funny, I would was... have enjoyed that.
2: So, no, so was there? Do you think was there two other players in that tent next to him? Oh, absolutely, just listening and just waiting for like just 100%. to just one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And That was so awkward. Um, how do you guys feel about the breakup of the Kane to Brinkett from line? I so I think it's, it's. Sorry, go ahead,
3: James. No, go ahead. No, I. I mean, he's been going back to it. The lines have been so different every practice, it feels like. He keeps going back to like a couple different versions, but he keeps changing it up. I think he's going to be like a Quinville, where if something's not working, he's going to switch it up to oh, make yeah. sure that chemistry keeps flowing, which is something Quinville, it was very frustrating a lot of the time, but it worked most of the time, too, just making those lines switch up so much. But like if you have T.S.K. Nylander, that's going to be a good line. I I like when Quinville was in, like going to Taze and Kane together was your go-to when something wasn't working right. So it's going to be interesting to see them start out the season together. But if that's not working and your go-to is going to be Debrinkit, Strom, Kane, I'm all for that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like if, that, yeah, think- if that's where things aren't working and you need to go to something else and that's your go-to, 100%, I'm down for that.
0: Yeah, I think the whole thing is to like show – different lines and have that chemistry being built so that you do have like those times when like maybe a team is playing well against the lines that you created and then you can switch it up on the fly and like they already know like they practice with each other for that kind of a situation and where they can switch up the entire <laughs> they can switch up like whatever strategies that they're going at
3: yeah and uh, I mean honestly to in and strong have such good chemistry you put at really anybody on that line they're going to look like they fit in just as well, yeah. just because their chemistry is so off the charts right now. I mean, you throw somebody in there, all you have to do is feed it towards one of them and it, the puck's probably going to end up in the back of the net. Yeah.
0: They, mm-hmm. they, they kind of, they can handle it. Just, just stay with them, keep pace. And it's not like they're blazing speed. They're they fast enough, but they know where each other's at and they'll find you.
3: Right. Um, how do you guys feel about that knee taste gain line? I like it.
1: That's a great line. I think uh, it could be
3: so good. Yeah, we were we were when we saw it the other day. We were texting about it, and I feel like Taze can go in, do some mucking and grinding. Um, Kane's just going to draw people towards him, open up some space for Nylander, and then Nylander, if he's got some some space for himself, I I feel like he could do some some nasty things with the
0: puck. That's gonna just... be exciting for to see him like see what he like responds with because it's gonna be top pairing defenseman against that line. So he's going, he's going from basically AHL minutes to top line minutes where uh-huh. you're playing, you're playing the team's best right now, and right. Like you're you're on our our line with our best like forwards. So hopefully they'll they'll be able to get you open because maybe they won't be so worried about him. But as long as he can also feed it back to them, like he's got line, guys on his line that can fucking put the puck away. Like
2: right. <laughs> how do how do you guys feel like it being essentially like a sinker sw- sinker s- sink or swim moment for Nylander? You know. Tossing him out there like that.
3: Hey, I mean, you bet in the AHL in Buffalo. Yeah, it's time to prove yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it fails for him, I mean, is that just going to essentially be it for this kid? Like, I mean, is it going to no his confidence that if bad? he
3: fails on this, I want Yoki Haru
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy's backsies. Tracy's backsies.
3: You you never called no Tracy backsies. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I don't. I don't think that that's it, and he'll be shunned to the A or anything like that. Yeah. Um.
2: Well, no, I'm just I'm talking about more from his like his standpoint because I mean you hear all the stories about his motivation, all that kind of stuff. I just get kind of worried, and I'm like I said, I'm I'm, I'm hoping to God it works out. I'm just saying that's got to be a little bit of a concern too. That if it doesn't work out at this level, is he just going to go into just a mental breakdown?
3: I don't think so because, like you said, he's going to be getting top line minutes. He's going to be going against top line top pairing D. I if he gets if it doesn't work out with them two, I mean. If you drop him down, maybe with the strome to brink it, I know he'd be switching up and probably playing right side instead of left. Um, I feel like that would be better for him too, just cause like we said, those two guys are young. They got great chemistry. You throw him in the mix. You're not getting that top pairing D um, against the other teams. So, I mean, that might help him out as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, even if he gets if he moves down from there too, like being on the third or fourth line with like either per or side, like he's got skilled players that are going to be around him. that are going to, are going to be helpful. I think it's just great to have him start at least on the top line. Like, just, like see if he can reach that projection of what he was like supposed to be at the yeah. eighth overall pick, you know? Yeah. Like we said,
3: he's, he's got the skill. He's got the patience. He can read the play very well. Like it's just time to put it all together.
2: Yeah. And if he can, Holy fuck. <laughs> like, that's lethal. Go. If he mm-hmm. can,
3: that's lethal. Well, top speaking,
2: speaking
1: of Brandon side, uh, Sounds like he's going to have a very limited role this year. Um, where he's probably not going to get on the power play. Uh, it sounds like Shaw's going to take over his spot on, on power play too. Um, and it sounds like he's either going to get third or fourth line minutes, maybe even get healthy. Um, every now and again, how do you guys feel about that?
3: Um, I think he's okay. made he's got a ton of money in his pocket, so he's laughing anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, right. I don't know. I mean, he was good last year. He's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like he has so much more to offer that he just hasn't reached yet.
0: Like he still hasn't hit his, he put up 47 points last year. I mean, his, his max is like 53. Yeah, I know. I just feel like I keep, I feel like he could get up to 60
3: though. If he really wanted to, like he, I don't know last year he He, was good, but he he just, I don't know. There's just something there.
0: He was he was like that perfect player that complimented Taves and Hosa when he was here. When, yeah. like before the, like the Columbus trade, and it was just like I could see this guy getting like seventy. I feel and like he's just yeah. kind of been like fifty three constantly, which is like great. Like a fifty yeah. player is awesome, but yeah, I feel like, like once he was a
3: aw- once he was away from Hosa, his game kind of it didn't progress
1: anymore after that. I feel like the most frustrating thing for me is that he'll put together like a two-week span where mm. he'll pop like seven goals and like six assists. Mm. And you're like, damn, Absolutely. like you're starting to figure it out. And then he won't do anything for the next month and a half.
3: Yeah. yeah. You I know, mean,
1: that's the most frustrating thing for me.
3: Yeah, before he went to Columbus, he was such a money player. Like everything he did, it was just so – good like even away from the puck but like now it's just i don't know there's just something different about him since he came back
2: he's one of those guys that i feel he needs that defined role like so maybe being knowing going in the season that he's not gonna get power play not gonna get penalty kill it'll help him a little bit because he was one of those guys that would always get shuffled around. the second he went cold he got his whole role completely changed so he just could never get in that groove again and i think once he's in knows what he's doing what his purpose is I think that's where he's gonna start taking off. He
0: him he reminds me a lot of peer Leaning too. They're kind of one of the same where they are bounced throughout the lineup the entire season, and it's like you show these signs of brilliance and fucking scoring these goals like crazy, and then you're nowhere to be found for like five or six games. And then it's just mm-hmm. like so you go from like line three to line two to line one to line four to line two to line three to one, and it's just mm-hmm. like what the fuck? Like right all yeah, over and the place. That's where it's like
3: it's frustrating to watch them change up the line so much because right. you can't build chemistry that way with anybody. Right. And that's no. that's what's hard and frustrating for a player, you know? Um, but honestly, like, I was, I was half upset when they added Shaw. I was half upset because I'm like, stop bringing back former players and trying to make it work again. But just watching him goof around with the guys again, like, him and Taze have been just fucking with each other like we saw him at training camp like he's such a good locker room guy and he's obviously comfortable being in chicago he it's home for him again he's um, so happy to be here yeah absolutely that's what i'm saying like he's i i feel like it's such a good move just based off of being in the locker room and being with the guys and i think he's going to do really well and not to mention like you said our pk was garbage last year him and tays on pk together or just him and pk in general just it's going to be huge for it's going to be a huge help for them.
2: That locker yeah. room talk too. We kind of talked talked about it with uh, Bollig. Um The Hots. That's kind of what they've been missing. They've kind of been missing that that just guy that just eases the tension for them. Yeah. So having it, yeah, like you said, that's going to be huge for them.
3: Yeah, and then adding, sticking with PK, adding Ryan Carpenter. I feel like he's going to be awesome for the PK. Mm-hmm. I really think he's going to be good for that.
2: Those gonna be sneaky signings, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sneaky signings
1: Sneaky 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 yeah,
0: Carpenter should be a good Like defensive role type player
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm really excited to see uh, Kubelik though Yeah See what he can do Like we talked about it a little bit before But he can fucking rip Yeah they set up
3: on the opposite side of like Ovi and Stamkos but they set him up on the power play on that that opposite side and they fed him one teas and he blasted mm-hmm. him one home like who was it against again was it Detroit Detroit yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah he it went yeah yeah it was Locked a missile so
0: yeah that, that second pairing or that second line of power play is going to not be too shabby if that's what's going on yeah
3: yeah, yeah it's going to be it's going to be fun i mean and then i don't know i i don't know how i feel about Shaw with stroman to bring it but then at the same time i'm like that could be fucking such an underrated second line all all he has to do is just fuck shit up in front but then but then you got Strom who could also just fuck shit up in front but if you give Strom time and space to feed Debrinket instead and Shaw's in front like that could be huge you never know that could be like a game changer for Strom he could like even get more projected points this year watch
0: fucking Shaw end up with like 30 bingos
3: (laughs) Debrinket's goals go down because he keeps hitting Shaw in front of the net and Shaw gets all the goals
0: (laughs) that or like he just he ends up like potting fucking rebounds off of Debrinket's shots like the whole time like
3: (laughs) hey I'm fine with that if Debrinket's goals go down going into his contract year
1: yeah no kidding right not a not a terrible thing yeah but the Uh, goals are
3: still
0: there it's it's just not his (laughs) his goals go down but he gets like 70 assists instead do
3: you see how many fucking things he just stole from me are you kidding me
0: (laughs) shooting percentage goes from like 17 to (laughs) 8 uh
1: give me one prediction uh each for this oh,
0: year about what? I already I re- accept Hawks. playoffs. Playoffs. Um to gets fifty. I like that one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Dylan Sakura gets
0: six. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I, C- I, I I was gonna say I can't wait till it's like another Dylan Strom situation where it's Dylan Sakura's like <laughs> he he comes in and puts in like twenty-five or something yeah. and just like rubs it in my face.
2: I think Taze is going to flirt with 100 points.
0: Ooh. 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 I like that. That's aggressive. I I don't mind that, though. I mean, in my NHL 20 (laughs) simulation, (laughs) Taves Taves was the leading scorer in the league with 108 points. And I had Kane with Nylander and Taves. It was just, like, worked out.
3: I I don't mind that one. Poets, what's yours?
1: Uh, I got Alex Nylander at over 50 points. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh.
0: Is mm-hmm. anything should, is there anything bad we should say? <laughs> <Does anybody know? laughs> I don't know. Sod only hits
1: so, forty. I was gonna say Sad's so gonna have twenty-three points.
3: Yeah. Sod only plays in half the games. Oh. Yeah. Gets That's healthy the rest. Um mm-hmm. uh, but wait no. over over under on turnovers for Keith
1: this year. Oh jeez. Oh, there's not a number high enough.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> So over, are, no, no matter watching, what it is, it's yeah, over. over. It's over, it's <laughs> over. Yeah, watching the the last preseason game uh, against um, oh my god, I'm blinking. Where did they play against Boston? Boston? Yes, thank you. Boston. Well, no, the the one at home uh, yeah, against Boston. Washington. Oh, the actual the actual Hawks preseason. <laughs> the game. Actual the actual Hawks Robinson. preseason not, game. Yes, not the Ice Hawks one. <laughs> Duncan Keith was so bad, so so bad.
2: We're we're at the rink bar watching it before a game, and Holen was there, and me and potes are going about how oh keith is so bad and Holmes like i don't know he's not bad potes explain why we think he's bad and i swear to god i was like how i met your mother when like the glass shatters when you realize something he was just sitting <laughs> there staring like oh no the <laughs> thing it's so frustrating all these people he, think duncan keith is such a
3: great defenseman and like he was a good defenseman for a long time but he's not good anymore i never thought he was as great as everybody thought he was but it's like it's they talk about him on TV and they highly praise every little thing he does, but anytime he messes up, they do not say a word about it. So everybody thinks he's this great defenseman. But if you just watch him, he does nothing but turn the puck over, goes into the corners and loses board battles. Like he's just, he doesn't do anything right defensively well, at all.
0: What about, what about his shot, bro? What
3: uh, you mean shin guards?
1: That, that was the thing that, that Holen was like, oh my God, please just stop. He
3: doesn't it take was, wrist shots. He doesn't take wrist was, shots. Was, How no, do you not it. take a wrist wow.
1: shot? There were three, three or four times on a power play where he had the puck at the point, and he just went and did a half clap, and it got blocked. It's, and the, the was just like, "Oh my god, just tell him to stop!" Tell him he he took, to he
2: took, he wound up took a slap shot with nobody in front of him, and he still found fucking shin guards. Like it's, <laughs> it's
1: half the time
3: that he hits shin guards, it's because he took that extra second to wind half to a. Uh, Half wind up for a half clap, and if he would have just done a wrist shot, it would have gotten through. But by the time he wound up for it, somebody got in front of him. It's like you just read the fucking play, you idiot. Sorry, I don't mean I to agree. just hose on this guy, but no. it's frustrating.
1: It is. Hey, you know <laughs> the, what? It, Best every,
0: Blackhawks defenseman of all time. Every well,
3: where's else?
1: I don't no. know. <laughs>
0: Keith, Keith Magnuson. Um, he had no. six goals last year. Maggie. Uh, yeah. Chelios did? Norris talks? Norris Duncan Keith, Norris No, Chelios.
3: <laughs> he was getting six Genos from the tanning bed last year. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: oh,
3: I no, it's it. just, oh my God, it's so frustrating. Just If you're listening and you think Duncan Keith is this great defenseman, just watch him without the puck in the defensive zone. He just swings back and forth. It's just, it's not. Ugh. Ugh.
1: So, no, you think we're it, it's a playoff year? Yes. Back in the playoffs. Yeah, it's absolutely. It,
0: what sucks though is like the Hawks are the toughest division yeah. by yeah. far. Yeah, I mean, are you saying it's a wild card? Okay, so I was gonna say
2: card. that's what I was gonna ask wild card or are they gonna sneak it in that third place? Um, wild card, I think.
3: I mean, I think they card. they could sneak into a top. Yeah. Not it top could. two. I don't think top two, maybe that third spot, but I think it's gonna be a wild card. I really do. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of good teams in the central. Like you said, it's definitely the deepest, but there's some teams that I really I don't I like can, that I are being see. very highly praised on what they did in the offseason that I just I, I don't I don't think is yeah. as good as everybody's well saying. up
1: until up until yesterday I would have said Winnipeg. I, still is don't, out. Think I, I don't think I don't I like don't think they're gonna gonna be, defense I don't think they're good. gonna be as good as last year, but it certainly helps having Kyle Connor and Patrick Wine back.
2: But their right. defense, yeah, but they Does have they? no – yeah, what, what's their defense? Yeah, oh, who knows yeah, yeah, if Buffalo's coming say, back. Yeah, yeah. but the also – like The
0: two I see that they're going to be at the top are probably like Nashville and Dallas. Uh, Colorado too? I don't know. Yeah, Colorado, I don't know. They I mean, could have a fall off have, here. They could because, they, like, I understand their defensemen are going to be really good, but they're going to be really good. I'm not saying that they're going to be good this year. Like, they have a lot of really good young talent, mm-hmm. but it's like – Yeah. You're really going to depend on this super young talent to get you all the way through this whole season is like – and, and you only have Philip Grubauer, and he's not a completely proven number one goaltender. And yeah. And so sure, you have one of the best forward lines in the game, but we'll, well see. Right. Going, talking about that, I mean,
3: uh, Miko Rotten, he had such a crazy start to the season. He was so good and not, like, taking anything away from him. He's definitely unreal. He's such a good player. But towards the end of the year, he started to fall off. Like, he wasn't putting up as much points as he was at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you're throwing in Kale well, he McCarr – you throw in Kyle McCarr on D, which the kid's a stud. He's gonna be very good. But yes. when he came in, when he came in last year, it was in the playoffs. Like he scored in his first NHL game in the, in the playoffs. Like that kid was fired up for playoff hockey, especially in Colorado, where it, mm-hmm. they haven't had that bright of a future. It's like they make the playoffs and they, you don't see them going anywhere. Like it's gonna be interesting to see him play in full 82 game season, especially like those young guys that come in in the playoffs and then they realize what a grind it is to go through 82 like mm-hmm. full games. So yeah. I don't know. I I. Colorado's is going to be good, but I don't I don't know, man. Everybody's saying they're gonna they could be top two. I don't know if I see them that high though.
1: I don't see them in, the I I in the third.
3: They definitely have a bright future ahead of them. Yeah. But I don't I don't know about right now. I I think they have a bit of a drop off.
1: Interesting. I I see the Hawks also at a wild card spot too. Um who do you Central. see out of the Central. playoffs then?
0: Well, Central also gets probably both wild card spots too. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, do you,
3: who do you think then drops out of the playoffs that was in it last year out of the Central? St. Louis?
1: Honestly, St. Louis. Really? Yeah, I honestly think St. Louis. Okay. Um, They literally went on such a dream run last year. And I, I still don't think they are that good of a hockey team.
2: Anything that they do this year, it's not going to surprise me. They make the playoffs – I, I can see that. They miss it. I totally see that too. Definitely.
0: I just don't understand how everybody's so high on Bennington that team when it was like an incredible <laughs> run. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but like, it's not like it, they did it the whole season. And it's like, they're so high on Jordan Bennington, but he only played like 30 fucking games. Like that's his career right now is 30 games. Sure. It was a great 30 games, but it's like, so that's not going to, you can't just like, was he going to do that again? Like, I don't think it, that's possible. Like.
3: I, I agree with you. I just have like, just to play devil's advocate, it was just a run, but it's once they switched up, one, the goalie, and two, the coach. That's when it mm-hmm. turned around. And we've seen like Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh. He came in halfway through the season. They won a cup. The next year they went on to win another cup. So I mean, it, it right but coaching have, like, is Sidney huge. Crosby.
0: You have Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, They are two of the best players in the entire game. Like, that's, but that's also helpful. That's
3: fair, but St. Louis is a fucking deep team if you look at them. And you just added Justin Falk. That's huge. They don't have... I mean they have some puck moving defensemen, but adding a guy like Justin Falk is huge for that team. They have great defense. They have a very deep team, like I said. I mean, you got Terras Sanko, you got Ryan O'Reilly, who's one of the best centermen in the game. I mean, I I, I think it comes down to Bennington too. I d I don't think he's gonna be yeah. as good this year. But I don't know. But, I mean, and they I, still
1: got Jake Allen as the backup too, which is not helpful.
3: No. But no. yeah, like like Jeremy said, I, if they make the playoffs, I won't be surprised. If they miss, I won't be surprised either.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't know. I I think Winnipeg might drop out. Winnipeg? Yeah. I think they might
1: too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, just want St. Louis to drop out. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so, and What I, are your I, final I your Stanley Sorry. Cup final
2: predictions? Molly's favorite. Ugh. Um I will say I'm going to say Florida. And what?
1: We, we, which team in florida
2: tampa right it's
3: <laughs> called florida oh god <laughs> right. so florida. we're just doing we're just doing joke picks is that what
2: it is arizona versus florida <laughs> all right okay. you're being oh, an good asshole lord <laughs> if he's Nobody's being an asshole i'm that. gonna be
3: an asshole too blackhawks maple Leafs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's more realistic though
3: yeah but i'm an yeah. asshole and I know it. You, the no, thing is, you I, don't know it.
2: I think, I think Tampa, <laughs> everybody takes Tampa Bay every year, and then they just do not get that job done.
3: I, I think that they don't get past the second round. I don't see them doing that. Um, I think, I think the lease actually might make the final this year.
1: They have to. I think the, have they I was have such say, a good chance. They have to make it at least yeah. past the first round this year.
2: Yeah. I don't I just I don't know. I'm gonna say all right, here's my, my legit one. I'm gonna say Toronto versus Vegas.
0: That's not bad. Honestly, I was literally gonna say that. You? <laughs> yeah.
3: I yeah. Vegas is gonna be nasty this year. Um What do you got, poets? Uh Vegas, Tampa. Mm. Mm. <sighs>
0: uh, um I love it. I can't wait to change these predictions up, like three months from now. <laughs> you three mean a month from now, three weeks.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna go Toronto, Chicago, just because I love it. It's gonna be an, it's gonna be a Washington
0: and Vegas rematch.
3: No, it's gonna be it's gonna be what Jeremy said. It's gonna be Florida, Arizona, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just so we can all go fuck ourselves. Yeah, it's Columbus, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Columbus! They're not making playoffs. <laughs> <us. laughs> Not even close. All right. Well, we got a draft in about the next uh, six minutes Five here. Minutes. Yeah. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, send us your hawks as well. Hawks.
3: All right. <laughs> Can this be the Hawks episode? The Hawks, yeah. H-A-Q-S. Hawks. <laughs> yes. People are going to look at it and be like, what? Did he, like, sneeze or something? <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> what happened? Is it
1: some phlegm he's got? What's that? What's a was? <laughs>
0: What's it this?
1: So, okay. All right. We'll uh we'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in, for uh, Noli, Potes, Jerem, and Tanner. Peace out. My uh, loves. Bye. love. Follow the boys on Twitter at WCB Podcast, on Instagram at WCB Podcast, and like them on Facebook: The Weenie City Badgers Podcast.